Welcome back to the No Like and Trust Show. We are going to be talking about networking, and I'm going to be talking about this with our guest, Jennifer Corcoran. Welcome to the No Like and Trust Show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your no like and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, everybody. Today, I'm going to be talking about networking, specifically for introverts, although I will say almost everything we are talking about will apply to extroverts as well. And I'm going to be talking about this with our guest, Jennifer Corcoran. She is known as the super connector. She helps female coaches, consultants, and trainers attract ideal clients to reach that next level of revenue without having to pay for ads or do awkward, cold outreach. If you guys are longtime listeners of the show, you know I am all about that connecting with good relationships. Jennifer helps them super boost their LinkedIn profiles and attract clients using her four-stage packed framework. Without her help, they would continue to be stuck, confused, or overwhelmed by LinkedIn. And yes, she is a LinkedIn expert. I have learned quite a bit from her just in the last couple months here. But what we're really going to be talking about today is how to overcome your fears around networking both in person and online. So let's hop right there into the interview. All right, Jennifer, welcome to the No Like and Trust Show. Thanks for having me, Brittany. It's great to be here. So I am really excited to talk to you for a number of reasons. Obviously, we connected through a networking group, and we're going to be talking a little bit about networking for introverted folks. But, you know, it's so funny because even just a few years ago, if someone had said to me that I'd be interested in talking about networking, I'd be like, yeah, no, that's just something I do because I have to. I'm not, I don't even want to talk about it. Like it, it wasn't even, you know, like a thing that I wanted to talk about, let alone do. And now I'm just, I'm fascinated by all the different ways that people can make things work for their own unique personalities and their own unique ways of kind of seeing the world. So with that kind of intro, I would love to kind of hear your take on how you came into networking, came into that kind of thought process and built your own way. Yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying. I, I first, like, I think on a professional level, I started networking just over 20 years ago. And it was something that I thought I had to do. It was good for my career. And I suppose I, I always kind of dreaded going networking because I'm an introvert, even though I am chatty. But Anytime I get to an event, I enjoy it while I'm there. And my husband often jokes at me that I'm the last person that has to be kicked out of the room. So I think it's quite often it's the thought of networking and the actual word itself, the working part kind of makes a lot of people um, overwhelmed. But when you reframe it as simply having conversations and chats with people, it becomes a lot more fun. But I, I think I first started actually networking years ago probably I'm giving away my age but about 35 years ago and <laughs> I was about 11 I, I advertised for a pen pal in a British magazine I'm Irish but the British magazines were popular in Ireland and I was inundated with letters from around the world so we're going back to the 80s and uh, I had about at one stage about 30 pen pals including pen pals in the states I had a pen pal in Korea I had Ireland England Wales Scotland everywhere and uh, I just loved writing letters to them all and it was quite funny because no matter where in the world they were and we were all around 11 and 12 
all the letters were the same. <laughs> so it was like, you know, people are fundamentally the same. We were all chatting about our favorite pop stars or pop groups and what we were doing in school. And yeah, the letters, like they were pretty identical, which was really interesting. And now like 30 odd years later, I do the same kind of networking, but on LinkedIn with people around the world. So it's interesting that you said like, you know, you started with pen pals, right? Yeah. So it was just a way to get to know people. Yeah, exactly. I was just nosy as well. And I just liked the idea of having a pen pal. But then when you're 11 and I, and I had about 30, it was quite expensive in terms of stuff. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I had to kind of whittle them down. And to be honest, the fascination with them, I think, lasted about a year, a year and a half. And then I was on to something else. You know, obviously that was an expensive way to do it, especially at that age, you know, without the ability to earn income off of it, of course. But, you know, it's like we have so many options available to us online now. And I don't know about you. I don't know if this is something that just I've experienced or felt, but I used to not love like networking mixers. If it was like a structured event and I knew I was going there and that like from this time to this time, we'd be doing this and this time to this time we'd be doing that. I could like handle it. But if it was just like a mixer and I had to walk into a room with, you know, 20 or 50 people, I would have like heart palpitations. I hated it. You know, then we had this past year of COVID and all in-person events just ceased and people had to figure out how to like legitimately systematize networking online. And I would have thought from my introverted perspective that that would be better, but I actually feel like it's kind of become harder for me. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, I know what you mean, because when you're networking on a platform like Zoom, you know, it can get very tiring because you are looking at the other people, but you're kind of glancing at yourself out of the corner of your eye, which is quite mentally tiring for you, um, you know, and you're seeing yourself, whereas when you're networking face to face, you don't see your face, you're just focused on the other person. There's pros and cons, you know, I like Zoom networking just because I get my time back. I don't have to bother with a commute, you know, paying an hour, you know, to get somewhere an hour there, an hour back and an hour networking meeting becomes three hours. And then as an introvert, I get drained. So I need to take an hour or so off after. So now it's just literally dip in, dip out. So that's the positive for me. But I think it's all about finding the right network and the right people, because there are so many different types of networks. And like you say, some are really structured. You've got like your BNIs where they've got the agenda and at this time we do this and this time we do this so I think it's about finding the right fit and right flow for you so um, I say my favorite when it comes to networking is generally women's networks I just feel more comfortable and especially networks for female entrepreneurs because we're all you know, we're all trying to make our way in the world with our businesses and we're sharing tips and learning from each other. But in general, I think if I think back to face to face ones, again, it was the same, just finding the right fit. And my top tip to going into a room like that is always I used to always arrive early for everything. So I'm that annoying person that would show up 10 or 15 minutes early. But if you're an introvert, it's perfect because you get there first, you get a chance to put, you know, hang up your coat go to the toilet and then the the actual hosts, they will introduce you to people as you come in. And to be honest, a lot of the time when you go to an event, you actually want to talk to the host. So you get that chance at the start and they're grateful that one person has showed up. They're like, oh, the event's going to happen because 
I've been an event planner as well and you never know who's going to turn up so they are usually grateful to see that first person it's like oh it's happening and then you can explain to them you know I don't really know anyone uh, would you be able to introduce me to somebody and that's what they do they're just happy to to pair you up or alternatively you just go to where the drinks are whether it's tea or coffee in the day or wine at the night hang out by the drinks because that is the place you're going to meet somebody. And I, I never focus on work in the room because that to me is traumatic. I just focus on having like nice conversation with three or four people and I'm happy. And I usually meet them over by the drinks, to be honest. And it's just, I always think of it just, you know, it was a tip I learned from a networking lady years ago with the word shine. So the S is smile and this applies to face-to-face -face and online the h is a handshake so online it's a virtual handshake or maybe saying hello in the chat box the i is a bit of a trick one really it's eye contact so it's really an e but it's the same online and you know look into the camera and then face to face look into their eyes the name is say your name and say their name and then the e is be enthusiastic and have a bit of energy because there's nothing worse when you meet somebody networking and you can tell they hate it they're like traumatized um, it's not a pleasant experience for either so i think yeah i always just focus on one person and when it comes to zoom networking yeah it's all about finding the right network the right fit and for me i hang out a lot on the chat box as an introvert so i'm that person picking up all kind of jokes and wisecracks in the chat box i may not be the loudest on the actual zoom screen and then yeah face to face it's just a quality conversation just looking for one person to start a conversation and then you end up branching off and meeting more but i i never work the room that to me is horrendous <laughs> When I first started networking for my business, I think that was probably why I had those heart palpitation moments, right? Is because I felt like that was the goal. Like I was getting in that room to meet as many people as possible. And, you know, hopefully one of them would be a great connection, but I always felt so much pressure to find that person that if I was having a conversation that felt stilted or awkward and, you know, as a pretty hardcore introvert, when it comes to small talk, at least I, I am that stereotypical person. No, I don't want to talk about the weather, but if you want to talk about how you felt when your pet died a few years ago, I will be there for that conversation. You know what I mean? Like, I just want the deep conversations. I just, I just want to actually talk about something that matters. And then, you know, you have other personality types, like they're never going to go there until they get to know you. And for me, it was like bridging that awkward gap. And once I found someone who wanted to have a great conversation, who was willing to talk about all manner of things, I was thrilled. Like I, I loved being in the room at that point. And then I would be, you know, like you were saying you are, I would be that last person there. Like, you know, one of the last people to leave so long as I was involved in a really lovely conversation, but, but getting there was always so hard for me. Yeah. No, I'm the same. Like, like I've been networking for years and it, like I'm a business owner now, but I worked in corporate for years and I used to be a PA. So I actually won the title of the most networked PA in London. And I think a lot of people just expect me to go into a room at the time and work it. I remember being with another PA and we got to the event together and she was like, are you going to go off now? And I was like, no, I actually have quality conversations with two or three people that I actually am going to follow up with and remember their name and remember the conversations. Whereas I think the extrovert, well, I'm not going to say all extroverts, but in general, a more extroverted way is working the room. But then how many of those people actually remember who they spoke to? And did they go deep or have a good conversation? Whereas I know pretty much everyone I've spoken to. So um, yeah, I think it's all about finding the right fit for your personality. And even if you are an introvert, you know, 
I think introverts are better than extroverts and networking online for a start. And that's probably why I love online because you can kind of put your best foot forward in terms of like written posts or written messages. You can filter yourself and you can like present yourself the best way that you want to. Whereas in person, even though I'm chatty, I'm not the most super articulate person on the spot so it's like you know if I find a a network that I'm relaxed in that's fine but if it's a new network and you're trying to suss out is this formal who are these people you know what's it all about that is torturous (laughs) so yeah it's all about finding the right people and then I think you settle in and you just you're just yourself and you're just having good conversations So here in the U.S. yesterday was the 4th of July. That's the time that we're recording this for our listeners. But um, I was at like a barbecue, you know, backyard barbecue yesterday. We had a great time. I had at least met most of the people who were there prior. There were a couple like spouses I didn't really know, things like that. You know what I mean? So I, I more or less knew everyone there. And, you know, it's like you end up talking to one person and then, you know, the conversation shifts and you turn to the other person. And it's just so natural and easy And it's always been interesting to me that I find those kinds of situations really enjoyable. Like I'm good with that. But then when it comes to networking, and I don't actually think there's a difference for me with this, whether it's in person or online, but when it comes to like, like networking until I get to that place, I always feel so well out of place, I guess. Yeah, I honestly, I just, I really think it's just trial and error with different networks because I, like I found lots of networks yucky and awkward and hideous. And even on Zoom, I remember I joined one last year and uh, it was a mishap. I thought it was a women's network, but it wasn't. And it was, it was very male dominated. And I, I joined it and I thought, oh my God, I've joined this wrong network. How am I going to get out of here? And it was just torture, it was absolute torture. So I do think it's all about finding the right network because when you find the right group of people, then it's easy, like hanging out at that barbecue with your friends. But if it's the wrong fit, like, you know, the wrong people with different values to you, you know, just a different way of connecting, then it is always icky. So it is trial and error. For me, it's smaller networks, you know, not huge ones. And I do prefer networking with women. I know it's probably not very PC to say, but I just relax because the male way of networking is a bit more in your face and kind of extraction. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a bit more hardcore. So I kind of avoid, I have been a member, I've visited like BNIs, I've been a member of Chambers of Commerce and all, but they're very male. So I, over time, I've just realized and gravitated towards the female only because it's just a more gentler way of networking that suits my style. And then, yeah, it's about drilling into which group because just because we're all women doesn't mean we're all naturally going to connect to each other and get on great. So it it's really is trial and error. And when you find a good network, you know it. And uh, that's how we've met. We are, we are both in a good network. So we give a shout out to Advance because it is a good network, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been wonderful. And, you know, none of that forced transactional awkwardness, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's it's so funny that you mentioned, you know, like, you know, groups like BNI that are very male dominated, you know, my husband, he's in sales, he's joining some of these more formal networking situations right now for his job. And he's like, yeah, even for me and my husband's an extrovert, he's a people person. He loves people, you know, but he's like, Yeah. Some of the ones are very clearly like the realtor financial planner groups, like where it's very transactional and even he can feel the difference. I thought that was an interesting note that he mentioned. Yeah. 
So finding the right network, obviously we've you know talked a little bit about that, that that really helps. But when you're approaching networking from that introverted point of view, I, I loved your shine analogy tips. Do you have any other kind of tips and tricks to like, kind of like, you know, maintain your energy and like, kind of come at it from your own way? Yeah, I always, every time I went to a face-to-face event back in the old days, pre-COVID, I always said to myself in my head, right, I'm going for an hour, an hour only, that's it. So I kind of give myself an immediate out. And and I usually say it to the hosts, even at the start, I'll go in early and say, look, I may not be able to stay that long. I'll see how I go. So I'm kind of telling them as well. And that's why I've showed up early. And then I usually, you know, get into a conversation, discover I'm enjoying myself, especially if I've had a glass of wine. And then I'm the person that's getting kicked out. But I think giving myself (laughs) That natural out at the very start is kind of saying, right, if you know, you can go in, if you don't like it, you've got permission to go and I'm not going to be too hard on myself. And another thing I do is obviously I'm a LinkedIn trainer. So like I do try and find people on LinkedIn before events, any networking event or conference. If I can get the delegate list, I will look people up and try and connect because that for me is a warm introduction so any event I ever go to whether it's face-to-face or online somebody recognizes me and goes hi Jennifer how are you so as an introvert they take away that icky factor from me so I never go 100% cold into a room because somebody it can get tricky sometimes back in the days of like face-to-face I could go to an event a women's network and maybe there's 50 ladies and I found pretty much the 50 of them the day before and I've pretty much sent them all the same message going you know hi Mary we're both going to be at the networking lunch tomorrow I'd love to connect with you so they all come up to me super excited and I'm thinking shit (laughs) which one is this (laughs) right (laughs) it's good it's good you know because I'm being approached and they're chatting to me so I never have to do that kind of awkward going into the room like you were saying and that's why I always go early as well because then people come to you and that is far less icky (laughs) that's you're actually the one kind of welcoming them in that's what I usually find when you get there early you're saying to someone else hi and you can see I think whether you're introverted or extroverted, most people feel a bit awkward going into networking. And, you know, you you just say to them, hi, you know, would you like a tea or a coffee? This is, this is what I've had. Or would you like a wine? And then it's like you're kind of like almost a host. So then they're just delighted that you have been nice to them because they've just come in cold. So, yeah, going early and hanging out by the drinks. And then in the Zoom, I suppose, kicking things off in the chat box the hosts are always grateful because they, they just want people to engage, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. So I really love what you said that, you know, you set yourself up as the person for them to come. Like you're attracting the people to you by being there early, by, you know, being there with a smile and giving them an easy, safe place for them to start. That's brilliant. It's so good. <laughs> It's something I think I've learned over time the hard way because I, you know, I used to go to events and I'd probably arrive a bit late, not late, but maybe 10 minutes in. And it is daunting going into that room, especially when you've got those little clicks and you have to break into like a circle of maybe four women having a great conversation or, or you're hovering on the outskirts and it's just hideous. So I just thought I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> so yeah, being early or going with a friend, you know, like um, when I was a PA, uh, I used to go to 
to lots of PA networking events. We did loads of familiarization trips to hotels and restaurants, which were nice because we always got fed and nice drinks. So I'd go with a friend and then you feel, uh, you know, you might split up and end up talking to different people or you could be each other's wing woman around the room. So I think it's just about finding ways that it's less icky and then, you know, if you do make friends at networking events, then it became, for me, I had one particular event. It, was, it wasn't that I was networking, it was that I was going to meet my friends. <laughs> and we were having some drinks and we might, you know, we'll do a little bit of networking around that. So I think, yeah, finding the right network, you will become friends with people. I ended up becoming friends with three ladies and we were like a little gang. So any time that particular network had an event, we were like, oh, let's catch up. So, you know, I think, yeah, it's all about finding it and it's all trial and error. Some people will prefer big, you know, groups, hundreds of people, thousands of people. Others will prefer networks, 10 people or 20. And then it's all about the, the, the dynamics. Do you want that kind of agenda BNI style or do you want more of a free flow? What I do like, though, which just surprised me as an introvert is when I first started networking as a business owner, the idea of doing a pitch made me sick. But now I love doing a pitch, especially on an online event, because I just think it gives you such a great opportunity for everybody in the room to know what you do. And then, you know, naturally you'll connect and have chats after. So now when I go to a networking event online and if I'm not given the opportunity to pitch, I'm quite disappointed. So that shocked me as an introvert. But I think that's the business owner kicking in thinking, you know, I need people to know who I am. If I'm spending this hour or two on Zoom, I don't want to just network for the sake of networking. I want to be strategic and let people know how I can help them. No, that's perfect. And it's like the best icebreaker in the world because once they've heard your pitch, they're like, oh, well now, you know, Jennifer, she's the girl who does LinkedIn training. And when they do end up near you and in that mode of starting a conversation, there's already something to talk about. So it takes that onus off of you, just like you were saying by being there early, it takes the onus off of you when you're the the smiling face in the room already. You can add in some personal touches. It doesn't have to be all about what you do. Like, you know, I'd usually say to people, I'm from Dublin, but I live in Devon. And then you'll get people going, talking about something Irish or I've been to Devon, you know, like, they'll, you know, it's, I kind of try and pepper in a few personal things because you never know what somebody's going to resonate with. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, what you're talking about with networking is actually very similar to how I teach content strategy. And I'm only just making this connection now. So this might not be fully thought out as I say it, but you know, content strategy, you do the same thing, right? You decide, okay, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to make sure it gives people a way to connect it to their life. You know, whatever story you're telling, whatever task you're teaching, you want to be able to allow them to connect it to their life so that when they decide oh yeah, I really do need help with content strategy. You're the connection that they are already there with. And you're saying the same thing with networking, right? Like, you know, I'm from Dublin, but I live in Devon. I, you're giving them that connection point so that when they decide to come speak with you, they already have a way to kind of bridge that connection. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I, Having had chats with a few ladies from the advanced network that we both belong to, I've noticed that I think Americans are better um, at doing this than Brits or Irish. 
because uh, I spoke to one lady the other day and I was just kind of like, oh, I do this, I do that. And then she came on and did her little intro and she put in so much personal detail, but it was so nice because it just made me connect with her more as a human being. And I thought, I need to put in more. Like she told me about kids or grandkids or great grandkid. And it was just like, there was so many things I could pick up with her on. So uh, I do think, yeah, Americans are better at that. So hang on to that. <laughs> hey, whatever advantage I can take, I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right, well, Jennifer, this has been great. I know that you are big on LinkedIn. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? And then we'll kind of close out here. Yeah, if anybody wants to connect to me, my name's Jennifer Corcoran. So it's C-O-R-C-O-R-A-N. You'll find me on there and my company's called My Super Connector. And if you're a female entrepreneur, I also run a, a group on LinkedIn called Networking Tips with My Super Connector. And it's all about LinkedIn, but I, I can't put, sadly put LinkedIn in the name of the group because LinkedIn, they're a bit precious about it. <laughs> it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is if you if you want to know how to network on LinkedIn, join the group. It's a safe space. Everybody is in that group just to learn how to figure out LinkedIn, how to use it. And um, so yeah, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Always have to connect with anyone around the world. Just want to connect with interesting people like Brittany. So it's all good. Wonderful. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been great. All right. Again, thank you so much to Jennifer. I really appreciate our time together. Obviously, we enjoyed our conversation. But beyond that, I really hope you guys found some value from this episode. I hope you guys found value in this episode. If that is the case, please hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest five-star review. Not only does that help our listeners gain more listeners, grow the audience by telling people, yes, this is a great show that does offer value. It's also really good feedback for me. I recently heard, I think it was Tara Newman, say that podcast reviews are like currency for podcast hosts. And I loved how she phrased that. It is 100% true. And if you are finding value from this, it is the easiest way to say thank you. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.